Welcome to the Apparel Entrepreneurship Podcast. We are your hosts, Anna and Klaus Christensen, founders of Apparel Entrepreneurship, your go-to source for running and growing a successful, meaningful apparel brand. Each episode will give you hands-on tactics and practical strategies about everything apparel entrepreneurship. You'll also hear inspiring conversation with apparel industry experts and entrepreneurs about their tips and journeys in this fast-paced industry. Hi guys, Anna and Klaus Christensen here with the 27th episode of the Apparel and Entrepreneurship Podcast. Today we're going to talk about something really powerful and today's episode is called Design Your Business to Suit Your Life. This episode came to be after a post that we put on Instagram We had a lot of comments on it, and it was uh, pretty impactful with some people. And so we thought, let's do a full-on episode. And yeah, because it actually affected our life earlier and many years ago when we started our own brands. And apparently it's resonated with many of you guys as well. Um, So that's why uh, we're doing this today. Yeah, and honestly, when we first started out and started our first brand, we didn't put any thought into how we wanted our life to be. We were both in corporate jobs back then, and we just wanted to start a brand. So we started working on a brand, and we also had the time, since it was just the the two of us, and we worked in the evenings and weekends, and we didn't, as I said, just think too much about it. And... Actually, it doesn't matter where you are in the process. It doesn't matter if you are thinking about starting an apparel brand. It doesn't matter if you've run an apparel brand many, many years. It doesn't matter what type of business, if it's a D2C brand, if it's a, if you have a wholesale model. It does not matter what type and how many products, how many collections you have. Nothing of that matters. What matters is how you want to run your business in the future. I would say it just came to us gradually when we had started our first brand that we wanted to run our business in a certain way. We noticed how it was to run our own business and it was that it was different from having a regular nine to five job. So the more time we spent with our own brand and brands, the more we know how we wanted to run our business. Let's tell you uh, two stories, actually, from our own brands. When we started Senaya, our own clothing brand, technical apparel brand, we didn't have any kids. Uh, we It was just Klaus and I. We had regular nine-to-five jobs, but we had this dream about a brand that we wanted to make happen. And so we could work during the weekends, during the evenings. We could do whatever we wanted. We could work in during vacation time because we didn't have anyone else to think about except ourselves. For us, it was more important to get the thing going. And when we were up and running, we all of a sudden realized that, okay, it was, Sinai was a wholesale model business. Uh, and so all of a sudden we realized, well, wow, there's all these 
schedules and calendars and there are all, all these buying periods and there's, you know, fairs that you need to go to. And all of a sudden, we didn't have the flexibility that we thought we were going to have when we ran our own business because that was the whole point of starting our own brand because we wanted to be our own bosses and not have a regular nine to five. But I think what we did unintentionally when we started our first brand was that we we looked at the companies, especially the, the apparel businesses that you had been working mm-hmm. with the first few years, and we just copied how they did their, uh, how they ran their businesses, how they had seasons, and how mm-hmm. they worked with wholesale. So yeah, let's do the same thing. We started with collections, seasons, we worked wholesale. So Sinaya was all about the traditional wholesale model. Mm-hmm. Where we, or retail model. Yeah, yeah, retail model, where we exhibited at fairs, we contacted buyers, we went with our, you know, we packed up our things in bags and visited shops and sold it and and working seasons and collections and yeah and after a while we were like well no this is not really what we want to do and so when we launched our second brand uh, the Alice and Ted kids collection we knew exactly but at that time we did have children and that was also why we started the children's wear brand because we couldn't find the products the durable pants and products that we wanted for our kids and so we launched it ourselves and when we did have kids and we did have a family and we were running the design agency and so a lot of things were happening we did not have you know 24/7 to work on this thing we knew that okay since we only have limited time, we've got kids, we've got these other stuff, things that we need to do. We just introduced a couple of styles and we made the brand into a D2C model because we didn't want to be part of the traditional uh, a whole calendar with buyers and fairs and all that. So for us, it made more sense to have the flexibility and to do things our own way and when it suited us, when the kids were asleep or when, you know, worked a little bit during vacation times and stuff. And that made more sense for us instead of launching collections after collections and being, you know, stuck in season mode. Now new season needs to get rid of old styles and stock and now new stuff and constant, constant, constant working. So that way of work suited us much better and it was fantastic. And for us also with the retail model, it was really cumbersome to contact and convince all the buyers. It it was like they were the only point of contact or the people we had convinced. They had so much power over how we could reach out to the end customers with our brand. So we wanted to find another model. So that's when we tried the D2C with Alice and Ted. So coming from the corporate world with a traditional nine to five setup, and then we start our own business and then another business. And on the side, we have the third business with the design agency and we have had other projects going on as well. We came to realize how we wanted our life to look like and also our family situation uh, changed after a while because now we have kids. So we needed it all to work with our family situation and still being able to run and grow our businesses at the same time. So now, many years later, we have found a way that works for us. 
in our situation where we are with the businesses and the family situation and still being able to run and grow them. Because what matters is that you are in control. This is your business. It's your life. There are no rules. There are no set frames for how you should do this. Of course, you can get inspired and listen to other people, look at other brands, how they do it. But eventually, you are in the life situation that you are in and there's no nothing like it. So you have to decide what you want to do and then design your business to suit your life. And now we're going to cover five steps on how you can actually do it. Again, it doesn't matter if you already have a business or if you're wanting to start a business, this can be applied on all levels. And of course, if you already have a business, it actually can, it will take you somewhere in between six months to a year to transition from one model to another. Let's say you're a wholesale business uh, or a retail retail brand, and it will take you about a year until you get into, let's say, if you want to shift into D2C model. So step one is about the outcome, how you want your workday and life to look like. Because you're working a certain way today, and you have been working in a certain way up until this point, but that doesn't matter that you need to continue in the same way. So first of all, you have to imagine, if you just can have the perfect day, no constraints at all, how would you like that day to look like? So what's the perfect day for you, the perfect week, the perfect month, the perfect year? What would happen during those days? What would you have time to do? And how much time would you spend working? Where would you be working? How would you be working? Where, what is the, the studio? What? How do you want your studio to look like? How do you want your house to look like? What? You know, again, like there's no constraints. If you can just think and dream what your life can look like, just Put that down. Just a, Think about it. Just a simple example. For some people, it's a dream to be being, being able to sit at home at the kitchen table. They don't have to commute anywhere. Just sit at home, start working in their own space, in their own world. And, and that's fantastic. For some other people, they are social. They want to be in an office. They want to be in a space where they can meet up with other people and, and socialize and network every day. And that's just all different. But what, what's perfect for you? Mm-hmm. And step number two is what's important, meaning what matters to you most. Do you have a family? Do you want fame? Are you, maybe you don't have a family, but you want to live a legacy. Maybe you want to build this massive, massive brand with, you know, millions and millions of dollars of revenue and hundreds of employees. That's fine too. You just need to to put it down in writing and make sure that that that's actually what you want to do. So how do you want to run your business? Do you want to run it with the full-on team or by yourself with remote employees? What's your actual goal? Again, should it be a huge corporation? Do you want an exit strategy in six years? All of this can is fine and it can be achieved. Do you want only to sustain a free lifestyle and you can work from, I don't know, from Thailand and have a small collection that you sell via Amazon? That's fine too. Or do you want to be able to support a big family? 
Yeah, and is, is the business going to be the big thing in your life? Or do you, you may have other activities that are at least as important as the business. Maybe you're spending time at the soap kitchen every weekend and you want to just dedicate your life to other purposes in, in your life as well. And then you have to think about what's really, really important for you. And step number three. Now it's time to look at the numbers to talk about money. Here, it's you'll have to reverse engineer. You have to calculate how much money you really need and for what. Based on step number two, you will know exactly what you want to do, and then it's easier to reverse engineer and actually calculate. Let's say you want a big fat brand with hundreds of millions in revenue. Then put that as a goal and then reverse engineer. How many years would it take for you to reach that point? How many employees would it take you to get to that point? You can calculate on anything. And if you're not a numbers person, talk to someone that is and tell them about your plan and the reason why you're doing this and let them help you because this is something really exciting and something that not very many people do. And so it's for them to get on board on your journey and to help you reach this, it it can be extremely extremely gratifying for them as well. So again, if you're not a numbers person, work with someone that can help you out. Yeah, in many cases, it just helps if you take a step back and look at what you really, really need. How much money do you need to sustain the basic good enough lifestyle for a while until your business is up and running and growing? And that number might surprise you if you just take a look at it. Actually, we did this. Well, maybe, Klaus, you should tell them the story. When we were on vacation with our, our camper van and when we did this, where we were drinking wine and the kids were in bed. Yeah, I mean, in the beginning, when we started our first brand, we had corporate jobs. Both of us had full-time jobs in the beginning. And then on and off, we have had, one of us have had a part-time job and another person have had a full-time job and one person has, has worked full-time on the business while the other person has worked full-time so we have had have, a mix so, yeah we have had all these different uh, setups we were sitting we're on Corsica on this island a summer evening and we were just fed up with the situation. It was going too slowly. So what can we do to speed this up? So okay, just... some wine helped out with this as well, we should mention. <laughs> <laughs> so we just sat down with pen and paper and we discussed how can we make this happen. So we so we made it up to a five-year plan, uh-huh. <laughs> how we did it. So we looked, how can we reach our goal in five years? And yeah basically ended up with me resigning from my job. Yeah, from your (laughs) nine-to-five job when we got back home. Because as soon as, I mean, Klaus is a numbers guy. I'm not. But as soon as we, we, you know, we discussed about this. Okay, what do we want to do? Where where do we want to be in five years? And so we had all these plans, all these dreams that we wanted to have. And then, okay, so dream number one, we start writing it down. Okay, now we want to do this and we want to, you know, launch this and we want to support this case. And so we put everything down and we said, okay, what from this list can we move? move into this five-year plan, what is actually doable. And so we started putting things into the five-year plan 
And then when we've done this, we've, we fill, filled every year with things we, we wanted to, to do and that were kind of reasonable. Class was like, okay, let's calculate on this. How much money do we actually have now? How much money do we need every month? And how much do we need to get to this goal? And so he put it into numbers. He put it on, on paper. And right then, when we realized, because we before then, before we actually put it on paper, we hadn't thought that it was doable and not not even so quickly. And it took us a couple of minutes to calculate. And we were like, holy shit. I mean, we can actually do this right now. So we, after a couple of weeks on Corsica, we drove back home We've and then Klaus quit his job and we could fully support our dream and start working on our plan. So it's completely doable. And that was really the first step for us to be where we are today. And to plan for how we wanted to be in business in our life, to how we wanted our business to support our life instead of the other way around. So this is now really getting into the step four here, and that's make a plan. It's really hard to get where, to where you want to be if you don't make a plan on how to get there. So break it down. What's your end goal? And when do you want to be there? Is that in two years, three years, one year? And then go break it down backwards. What do you need to do the first month, the first two months, the first six months, the first year to get there? And just put in milestones and celebrate those milestones when you get there. It's so much more fun if you do that. And you really need to put in place a setup that works in the long run. So what we mean with that is... And that is realistic. Yes. How much can you actually work every day? It's so easy to say that you should just hustle, 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 and you're going to work late every night, but you're going to burn the candles in both ends. So you have to have a setup for, for example, just make sure for, for some people it can be, you don't work at all over the weekends. You work full on day evenings during the week, work week, and then in the, in the weekend you take a break and you don't do anything and just recharge to be ready to go Monday morning again. And th- that might work in the long run, but you have to find your own balance, what that means to you. And of course, you calculate this and you look at this based on the life that you have today or the life that you know is going to come in the near future. If you've got, let's say you've got a baby on the way, then you know that in nine months, a little creature is going to be there and you won't be able to sleep. And you'll, you know, your, your life is not going to look the same as it does now. Or if you already have a family or if you don't have a family, of course, you already might already have a day job and then you know you only have your evenings and your weekends to work but that's limited time so be realistic because you will not be able to work 24 7 and no you will not be able to only sleep three hours a night that's not sustainable you'll just get sick and you'll you know hit a wall like we say in Sweden it will not be healthy for you so you should also schedule in your exercises you You need to calculate with coffee breaks and you need to look at your calendar in a realistic manner. Yeah, I know people that actually schedule in this and I said it's coffee breaks with a partner just so they get time to speak with them. They might think that they're so busy all the time. So, you know, this time every day, it's a coffee break. We sit down and we talk. And again, for us, exercise and activities, that's really important. So that's a tip for us. Make sure you schedule that every day on your own level. You might be out running, might be out walking. Just make sure you get that exercise. It will make you sustain the business in the long run. 
a lot of people, they're talking about this hustle, hustle, hustle. Yes, it can work in the short run, and but if you just hustle, 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 what would happen to the family, to those relationships? You're not going to have a family. You will not have very many friends left <laughs> if you ignore them and don't take care of your relationship. Didn't we read somewhere about Elon Musk that he basically has like 10 minutes a day for a wife? Yeah, I mean, I so it's so easy to look at him. I mean, like he, he has achieved so much and has several companies running on a really high level and he puts in a lot of work and he commutes with his private jet and all that and you might just look at him, oh I want to do the same but then is 10 minutes enough for you for your partner per day if it's not, maybe you shouldn't just copy him 100% in what he does. Or someone else that works, works, works constantly. Uh, of course, you need to put in the work. We shouldn't, we're not saying that you should not work because without action, you won't have a business. You do need to work, but there's ways of working smart. There's ways of working effective. There's ways of working and focusing on certain things, certain times to keep your business moving forward and to make sure that your business grows every day and you make progress every day but you still have to be I mean come on you have to be realistic so that takes us to step number five now when you've had you talked about the outcome and what's important and the calculations the numbers the plan when you have the plan create a structure process around how you're going to run this business and your life to make it happen? I mean, if you have a team, of course, make sure that you delegate properly. Maybe you might have a VA, or if you don't, maybe you should have a VA somewhere that can take care of a lot of things for you so you can focus on what you do best. And also, first of all, before you even start with anything, you need to make a self-evaluation. What are you good at? What are you really crap at? What can you learn? And what should you have someone else and I was just thinking, this actually ties back to the first step. What does your perfect day or week look like? And you mentioned team. This is another thing. Do you like managing a team? Do you like being in a place where you need to in integrate and work with a team every day? If it's if it's a case, okay, maybe you should look at a studio where you can set this team up and be with. Otherwise, maybe you should outsource it and just look at some structure where you don't have to be in the same place all the time where you can hire remote employees so you are not in charge of the employee stuff with salary setting and, and daily issues. And there are so many systems that you can use and tools and apps that can make everything super easy for you. And again, based on the previous steps and how big your collection is or how many styles you have and what type of business structure you have for you have, that that's, of course, the systems and the tools that you use are dependent on that and what you want to achieve. So yeah, talk to people, ask them what works and what doesn't. Do delegate because you cannot do everything by yourself. And outsourcing can be the fastest way to grow a business and to keep you focused on what you need to do. So no matter if you work with to-do lists or if you have some other structure in your business, just put that down that works for you. 
There are no rules, as we mentioned in the beginning. You decide. And now you just have to go sit somewhere quiet. Okay, guys, so this is your homework. (laughs) We're giving you an action to the next time or for this week. Go sit down somewhere quiet and undisturbed for about one or two hours with pen and paper and see how you want your life to look like and what, how you want to run your business. So write everything down. Listen to this podcast episode at the same time. You know all the steps. So let's look at the steps again. The steps are first, outcome. Step number two, what's important for you? Step number three, it's time to look at the numbers, so that's money. Step number four, make a plan. Step number five, structure. So when you sit there with your pen and paper, you can write down everything that you need to do and how you want things to be run and how you want to live your life. So there are no rules. You decide. No one gets to decide and tell you because this is your life. Okay, you might talk to your your nearest family members because they might be affected. And so eventually they will uh, be able to help you because, of course, uh, they are a big part of your life as well. If you have a business partner, this would be a perfect, perfect homework that you can do together. Just sit there and be like, okay, are we happy with our business? Are we not? Maybe do we want to scale? Do we want to even take it down a notch? For us, as we mentioned earlier, with Alice and Ted, when we we ran it for a couple of years until our kids outgrew the problem, and then first we thought maybe we should sell sell the business. We talked to people. They were really interested in buying it, but then eventually we thought, wait, Alice and Ted, that's our children's middle names. It's too personal. So we sold the stock, we got rid of the stock, and then we just ended the business. You can do that too. There are no rules. We uh, we decided to stop our business because we didn't have a need for it anymore. So again, it doesn't matter. If you have a small business and you run it, maybe you want to have a smaller business, but you want to grow your profit and your margins. You can do that too. There's ways. Just sit and write this down and think about it. So the main purpose of this episode is to discuss that you can actually design your own business. You just don't have to run it in a certain way because you've done it so up until now or because you've seen other businesses or corporations do it in that way. You can actually design how you want to run your business and you can start any day to change it. And what's really important with you putting all this on paper is that in a year from now, you could look at this again and see, okay, is this, have I achieved this? As have I come to the point that I wanted to be where I wanted to be a year from, um, a year ago? Or maybe you, that all of a sudden you have a measuring point or a measuring stock or whatever you say that you can look at. You can see, have you reached it or have you not? And it's easier for you to make a plan from then. So, so remember that we have a free Facebook group called Apparel Entrepreneurship Friends. You can search for it and we will let you in. And please go there and share your tips and tricks of how you have designed your work setup to balance it with your everyday life. 
And let us know, have you made this uh, choice? Have you have you designed your business? How did it work? How is your life now? How is your business now? Uh, yeah, let's keep the conversation in the Facebook group. And as always, guys, your comments and your support here means a lot. If you're listening to this episode and you're digging what we're doing and about this topic, uh, share this with your friends on on Facebook or Instagram or wherever you want to post and just let more people know that we exist so they can come and listen as well. And so hopefully it will help their business as well. We really, really appreciate you taking the time to listen and it means a lot and your comments are we're completely and forever grateful for all your your comments and positive feedback it's what keeps us motivated and so we just want to say thank you and yeah speak to you next week bye